I'm Hillary McClure, Vice President of Multimedia Productions at Cybercrime Magazine. Joining me today is James McQuiggan, Security Awareness Advocate for Know Before, the world's first and largest new school security awareness training and simulated phishing provider that helps you manage the ongoing problem of social engineering. To learn more about Know Before, visit them at knowbefore.com. James, welcome. So much fun to be speaking with you. Always a pleasure to chat with you, Hillary. Glad to be here. Yes. And James, last time we saw each other was this past August in Vegas mm-hmm. for Black Hat. So I guess, how have you been? Been good. Just keeping up, doing the know before thing and teaching and picking up a couple of dad jokes along the way too. Awesome. I'm glad that we're going to be able to hear some of those in a little bit. And you mentioned teaching, and I think that's a nice segue because I, I know you've been a guest of Steve's before for mm-hmm. video interviews on our media, but do you want to just quickly tell our audience a- about yourself and how you became a security awareness advocate, of course, but then other things that you do too? Sure. So yeah, James McQuiggan, I'm a security awareness advocate at Know Before, and like my good colleague and friend Roger Grimes, it's the best job I've ever had. It's so much fun. But I spent 18 years working, as I like to say, for a little German company called Siemens, a lot of great memories, a lot of great experience working there and pretty well cut my teeth on getting into cybersecurity. And I wouldn't be at No Before without the years that I did at Siemens. But I got into cybersecurity and I got my CISSP in 2008. And that pretty well changed my career path as I got into cybersecurity, doing security awareness, product security. And I ended up stepping away from the security awareness aspect to do product security. And the product security was challenging and it was rewarding and and worked with a lot of great people in the products. But I realized how much I missed educating people and doing the security awareness. And I ended up becoming a part-time faculty professor at Valencia College here in Central Florida and just really enjoyed that education aspect. And when the opportunity came along to be at Know Before to work with Roger and Eric and Javad and all the great other security awareness advocates, definitely leaped at the chance. And so between being a college professor, being a security awareness advocate, I also run the Central Florida ISC Squared chapter as the chapter president. Again, another great team of folks educating and passing along the knowledge and networking opportunities for our members here in Central Florida. So yeah, I, you know, I keep busy. <laughs> no, not not at all. <laughs> <laughs> People always like to ask me, when do you sleep? And I'm like, actually, I do. I go to bed early and I get up early in the morning. And it's just a matter of, you know, it's a lot of juggling, but it's a lot of fun too. That's awesome. And you're also a dad because we're here to talk about some dad jokes and cyber stories. (laughs) So let's talk about your comedy career. Um, You you do, you have a section on your YouTube channel called Mm -hmm. Dad Jokes and Cyber Stories. And um, that's kind of what we're going to be getting into today in this fun episode. But before we do that, do you want to kind of just tell us truly like what got you started on this cyber comedy journey and how you work it into your presentations and and anything else. Sure. I've always been somebody that it's always had, you know, a small repertoire of jokes. And I remember, I remember it was shortly after being at no before and I was doing a lot of presentations and we're talking about very serious topics with regards to our presentation. We're talking about phishing and making sure people don't click on links. And we're dealing with ransomware, which is, you know, extremely problematic and challenging for organizations and going through and dealing with all this cybercrime and everything else. And one of the things that I wanted to do was just kind of put a little humor into it. 
before I started at No Before, I did a presentation at a conference that I'd gotten asked to come and present at on some just general cybersecurity topics. And at that time, I collected a couple of the dad jokes, which we're going to hear from. And I made that the basis of the presentation. Each section, I talked about passwords. I talked about computer security. We talked about USB flash drives, you know, and, and making sure we're protecting there. And I just kind of kicked off each section with those jokes. And so I pulled those back into my presentations. So usually after talking about a particular topic, then I'll end it with a little bit of humor. One of the things, and I had a great conversation years ago with with my friend and colleague at Noble Ford, Javad Malik, and we were talking about memories and emotions and how when you have a strong emotion, it has the memory that goes along with it that you will always remember it. Whether it's, you know, whether you're getting married or your first child is born or kids are going off to college and it's like, woohoo, we got the house back to ourselves. So for me, you know, a lot of that is very emotional, but the humor element just kind of adds to it. It's kind of like, oh yeah, I remember James, he was the guy with the dad jokes. You know, he was talking about passwords or MFA or whatever the topic was. And so it just kind of goes hand in hand with that, just to kind of end the topic, have a little bit of humor and then be able to move on and onto the next topic, or just again, bring a little lightness to such a serious topic. That's awesome. And there's so much science behind that too, which is great. You're not just trying to tell jokes, you're trying to help people. <laughs> yes, always. Yes. You know, and that's our mission at Know Before is, you know, we want to help organizations deal with the ongoing problem of social engineering. But for me, the most important part comes out of that is we do that by helping people make smarter security decisions every day. And that has certainly become what my passion is and what I want to do for folks. Awesome. Well, I have... I've never used these on the podcast before, but I have some sound effects that I'm going to <laughs> to try out with you too. Like I have, sure. a, I have a laugh track. I have like a wah, wah, wah. I mean, I'll, I could just play them, but I also have like an audience cheer. Maybe I'll like welcome you on. Our sound engineers are going to be like, Hillary, we told you to be tasteful with these and not <laughs> overuse them. And I'm going to be like, wah, 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 wah. Um, but Okay, I'll try to put on my like night show hat and like welcome you on like <laughs> like I'm David Letterman or something. Welcome James McQuiggan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, I think I'll start it off with one of my all-time favorites that I've been using for years and you know, we can all relate to this because does anybody know what a computer and an air conditioner have in common? They're both useless when you open windows. <laughs> <laughs> Delayed reaction on that one, folks. That's okay. No, we always have the laugh track to back us up. That, that's what they're there for, right? Uh, that's a good one. Okay, what's, what's another one, James? So another one that's always been good, and this is one that I've been using for years, is computers. We're dealing with computers. We're dealing with passwords. But you know why you can't use the word beef stew as a password? No. It's not stroke enough. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always hear about why we can't, you know, use certain things for passwords, but you know, there you go. So speaking of passwords, you know, and I've been in security for many, many years. And I remember early on, one of the first computers that I got to hack into actually belonged to Forrest Gump. Really? Now, how did I do it? Well, I guessed his password. It was one, Forest one. Oh, that, that one's... <laughs> <laughs> 
actually, you know, funny enough, that one gets that one usually no, gets some good laughs. That's too. pretty good, actually. I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah. I thought it was going to be something with shrimp. I was like, Bubba, I, I don't know. Bubba. <laughs> it's like shrimp, shrimp. Yeah. It bit B like, bit me or something. Um, uh, a bee bit yeah. Me. <laughs> so you know, with passwords, you know, we're always dealing with cyber criminals. You know, having to make sure we got strong passwords to keep the cyber criminals out. But you know how the cyber criminals always get away from the police? No. They ransomware. <laughs> so hackers are breaking into computers all the time. But you know what, what happens or you know what you call a computer that actually sings? What? Adele. <laughs> so in all the years I'm working in cybersecurity, I've actually been able to meet the most secure woman in the world. You know what her name is? Emma. Emma Faye. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, that's always, that's always a good one. I watched that one um, actually before uh, on yep. your dad jokes and cyber stories yep. before we came on. I did that one in, uh, I filmed that one at RSA actually. Yeah, yeah, last year. Yeah, did a whole thing of me running through the, <laughs> yeah. the, the shop, the expo floor. Was that during setup yep. that you were running around? No, it was on the last day. Oh, I was it was on the last through. day. I was there oh, on okay. setup day, okay. but I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, most secure woman, you know, speaking of secure woman, that always reminds me of Superman. And it drives me nuts why Superman doesn't help us fight cybercrime. He's afraid of cryptocurrency. Oh, <laughs> I like that one. That was a good one. But, you know, speaking of superheroes, I don't know if you heard, but Wonder Woman and Spider-Man are going into business together. They're going to call it Amazon Web Services. Ooh, that's a good one. I couldn't come up with anything. I was just like, mm. one that I've always wanted to film, but it means going to my dentist to do it. But I don't know if everybody heard Apple's coming out with a new update on their iPhone on how you can unlock it. All you need to do is just smile at it. Yeah. They're calling it tooth factor authentication. <laughs> did, you tell, did you tell that one to Roger? Oh, he's heard that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, we live in this awesome country of USA, but you know what comes after USA? No. USB. <laughs> I like that one. Zing. <laughs> and finally, I will leave you with this one. Okay. You know, it's the weekend. We're all excited for the weekend. Yes. You know, getting together, got the big game this weekend oh, with the yeah. Super Bowl. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of drinking going on. But do you know how computers get drunk? No. They take screenshots. That laugh track's really long, so that's why I'm not playing it all. But you're not playing the whole thing. No, yeah. it's so long, but I like that one. And um, I'm excited for the super, uh, the big game. Actually, I think we the can big say game Super Bowl. On I'm so because my background was in advertising and marketing. I I really do say like, oh, the big game. I feel like I can't say Super Bowl. I'm like the big game. It's the big game. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Well, this was a lot of fun, James. Thank you so much for coming onto the show. And I actually, I can see you. So I I had it in my script. Like I was going to ask you if you're wearing your dad jokes loading yep. shirt and you, you are. Loading. So yep. yeah, that's, yep. I'm, you're very consistent. I like that. Yes. I'm building up my collection of dad <laughs> joke t-shirts. Um, I have one that says number of days. It says zero number of days since last dad joke told at home. That's amazing. I have another one. It's got a periodic element t-shirt and it says, I tell dad jokes periodically, <laughs> but only when I'm in my element. Mm. And uh, I just got a new one yesterday from my awesome VP director, Kathy Watman. She got me a t-shirt that has this guy doing like Kung Fu pose on the t-shirt and it says, 
Fear My Dad Jokes, Pun Fu Master. And then, of course, I've always got my handy, you know, ultimate dad joke book. Yes. My girls gave me the dad jokes told here. I have a bottle of Dadville to reduce groaning and headache from terrible dad jokes. And I always carry an emergency case of more emergency dad jokes just in case. You know, like I told my wife she should embrace her mistakes. And and she's really great. But I told her she needs to embrace her mistakes. So she gave me a big hug. Oh, that's a good one. Could go for days. I know you can. You are very, you just whip them out. I feel like I can't even remember song lyrics that well. And you just whip all these out. (laughs) Well, ironically, a lot of it comes from storytelling. And being able to tell stories and you kind of weave it in and just, you go with it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're a good storyteller. I've I've watched your presentations at um, RSA and Black Hat. So very good. Oh, that's awesome. James, thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to... More dad jokes when I, I'm go, I'll be in RSA. I'm sure you will be. Are you going this year? Eric will be there. No, um, RSA is exactly the same time as K before con. Oh, our big user conference is scheduled at the same time. Okay. And when RSA announced, we weren't able to, yeah, yeah. It's hard to change all that stuff. So I will be at K before con with all of our K before users, but I should be at black hat or DEF CON later this year. Cool. Well, I hope to see you there, James. Thank you so much again. Thanks Hillary. I'm Hillary McClure, Vice President of Multimedia Productions at Cybercrime Magazine. Joining me today was James McQuiggan, Security Awareness Advocate for Know Before, the world's first and largest new school security awareness training and simulated phishing provider that helps you manage the ongoing problem of social engineering. To learn more about Know Before, visit knowbefore.com. And for more podcast episodes like this, visit us at cybercrime.radio.